Well, good morning, everybody. It really is great to have the opportunity to share God's word with you today. My name is Pip, and I am one of the pastors in Dundonald Elam Church. And I want to thank Nigel for the opportunity to share some thoughts with you. And I really hope you are encouraged through this time together. I was very encouraged when I heard about the series that you're doing, Fruitfulness on the Front Lines. And I thought that's a great title for a series. And of course, Front Lines is a term that we're very used to in this day and age, certainly in this time of crisis with the coronavirus. Uh, we refer to people working on the front lines, our NHS and care home staff, those who are working in, in shops, those who are doing deliveries, postmen, and all those who are courageously committed to making a difference in people's lives in this time of crisis. And I guess the focus that we have on that phrase frontline brings extra poignancy to the series that you are doing because as Christians that is exactly the focus that we need to have to be in the front line where we courageously commit to making a difference in other people's lives. You see as Christians the Bible tells us that earth is not our real home. Our home is with God. We are really here on this planet as Christ's ambassadors, we're here to represent him by living lives that bring him glory and point people to him in the hope that only he can bring. And so I really do pray that this series you're doing inspires and, and mobilises you to want to take your place on the front lines in terms of making a difference. Because whether we're in lockdown or not, whether we are in sickness or in health, whether we are in poverty or in wealth, whatever our circumstances, the deep desire in our hearts should be that we want to live lives for God's glory and that we courageously commit to that. Today we are thinking about modelling godly character and doing that on the front lines in the scripture that was read for us was Galatians chapter 5 verses 13 through to 26. It's a passage on what is called the fruit of of the Holy Spirit and these verses are so important for us in terms of modeling godly character because the fruit of the Spirit is in many ways a beautiful picture of Jesus the only one who has lived a perfect life on this earth if you look at all of the qualities listed in the fruit of the Holy Spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness, gentleness and self-control, all of those qualities were perfectly demonstrated in Jesus' life. However, why this scripture is really important for fruitfulness on the front lines is because being on the front line should look like something. Living lives that bring God glory should look like something as we courageously commit to it. And the fruit of the Holy Spirit is not just a beautiful picture of Jesus. It is also godly qualities, attitudes and behaviours that each of us should show in our lives as we become more like Jesus. And friends, one of the biggest calls on your life and my life is to be more like Jesus. Actually, it's interesting because one of the great purposes of the Holy Spirit is to make us more like Jesus. Jesus said that the Spirit would bring glory to him and that is the greatest way he can do that in our lives is by making us 
more like Jesus, uh, which is why the Bible sometimes calls him the Spirit of Christ. When you and I became Christians, the Holy Spirit came and took up residence in our lives and he started that process of moulding, shaping and transforming us to be more like the Son of God. The fruit of the Spirit is this beautiful picture of Jesus, but also godly qualities, attitudes and behaviours that we should show in our lives. And for the next few minutes, what I want to do is think a little bit more about why the fruit of the Spirit is important and then also challenge us to courageously commit to take our place on the front line of bringing God glory in our lives. So why is the fruit of the Spirit important? Well, firstly, the, the fruit of the Spirit is important because evidence of it in our lives is actually evidence of spiritual growth and development. As we grow in God, so also will this fruit grow in our lives. It is evidence of the Christian's transformed and transforming life. If we want to know how we are maturing in God, well, what we need to do is look and see if these qualities are being lived out in our lives. Notice that the, the scripture refers to them as the fruit, not the fruits of the Holy Spirit. It is singular, one fruit with many different qualities and that's important it's not individual fruits for us to pick or choose which ones we like the best all of this fruit should be demonstrated in our lives as we become more like Jesus Christ singular fruit with many qualities and evidence of it is evidence of spiritual growth and development another reason why <clears throat> this fruit is so important is because it will make a difference in other people's lives of that there is no doubt the whole idea behind the series is fruitfulness that making our lives count making a difference in the world we live and the fruit of the spirit will make a difference in people's lives <clears throat> sometimes people wonder what is the difference between a christian who is loving joyful and peaceful and so on and a non-christian who is loving joyful peaceful and so on. And I want to say that there is a difference between natural and spiritual qualities. Spiritual qualities, like the fruit of the Holy Spirit, make a spiritual impact. And if we want to see transformation come in this world, well, it needs a spiritual impact. And the fruit of the Spirit can transform because what we are doing by showing it in our lives is demonstrating on the front line, the qualities of Jesus Christ, the only one who can bring hope, joy and peace into the world we live. So people seeing Jesus in our lives, Christ in us, the hope of glory, is fundamentally important to our fruitfulness on the front line because he is the only way, he is the only truth and he is the only life. Jesus is the only way to the Father. So people need to see Jesus in us. And also the Bible tells us that the world loves the darkness more than it loves the light. So how can we convince people to leave the darkness that they love? Well, we won't do that through our best natural efforts, nor will we 
do it by living out the sinful qualities that are, are listed in Galatians 5. One of the big reasons people give for not being a Christian or becoming a Christian is because they think we're all hypocrites. And in many respects we are all hypocrites because none of us are perfect. But you know what people mean when they say that. They know of a Christian who says one thing but lives something which is completely different. And we should never want to be like that. And we should also never want to be the chameleon Christian where we just blend in with the world and the, the background of the world. Being on the front line should look like something and it should show Jesus in our lives in a positive and a contagious way. Make no doubts about it, friends. When people know we're Christians, they will watch and scrutinise our lives. Reaching this world, it's not just about preaching a message. It has got so much to do with how we live and showing this fruit will give us credibility and also a platform to be able to share the good news of God's love. It is so important because it demonstrates spiritual growth and development and also because it makes a difference in the lives of others. And I want now to think about how living in the front line takes courage and also commitment. First of all, courage. Asking God to develop the fruit of the Spirit in our lives or to make us more like Jesus is not an easy ask. When we <clears throat> look at the life that Jesus lived, we see that he was someone who was deeply misunderstood. He was despised and rejected by others, by the world essentially that he came to save. We also see that Jesus was someone who impacted the lives of thousands of people but yet there were only a few who followed him to the last and stood with him in his most needy hour when he hung on a cross and if we want to become more like Jesus then we can expect similar responses to what Jesus got. There is a cost that comes with wanting to live on the front line we will be misunderstood. We will certainly know opposition and potentially even persecution in our lives. So the challenge today is not are we prepared to say yes to a nice idea of living life on the front lines. But it's this. Are we prepared to count the cost of fruitfulness on the front line? And this takes courage. God's ultimate goal for your life and for my life is not comfort. But character development, becoming more like Jesus, and that will bring hardship. But as I said, it will also bring blessing because it's the only way to live our lives that will be fruitful and make a difference because only Jesus can save. Living a fruitful life on the front line also takes courage, but also commitment. Developing the fruit of the Spirit, and in many ways, it's not a passive exercise where we just sit back and expect God to do everything. No, we have to work with the Holy Spirit. It is a, a team exercise that demands our willing cooperation to make the right choices in life where we choose to turn the other cheek, where we choose to go the extra mile. Becoming more like Jesus requires the power of the Holy Spirit and our responsibility. So this takes courage and commitment but it is worth it folks because in the midst of the indifference of this world to Jesus 
there is treasure. The treasure of those who will give their lives to Jesus. And they are why we must take our place on the front line. But I wonder, are you wanting to count the cost? Are you looking at your life at the moment and there's something in you is saying I am nowhere near where I should be in God. Maybe you feel caught or stuck in, in sin and you're wondering how on earth could God use you. And as I close today I want to leave a little story that just links to my last point of encouragement. I remember hearing the story of an elephant in a zoo that was thought to be a vicious elephant and as a result he had to stand in chains and after years of this elephant standing in chains it was thought that the elephant would not do any harm and so what they did was they released the chains and set the elephant free but after the chains were taken off the elephant he did not move he just stood still in the same spot and what that tells us is that the habit of slavery had become too strong and the elephant had, was then ignorant of his freedom. The habit of slavery had become too strong and the elephant was ignorant of his slavery. And my friends, Galatians 5 verse 1 says, It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. But sometimes... The slavery we feel to sin can make us ignorant of our freedom. Jesus Christ died to set us free. And yes, whilst this picture is a beautiful or this scripture is a beautiful picture of Jesus Christ, it is also a frustrating picture because it reminds us of what often lacks in our lives. And Paul in this chapter highlights the daily struggle that we're all too familiar with between our sinful nature and also the Holy Spirit who wants to make us more like Jesus. Jesus Christ died to set us free and I am so glad that I can finish today with this encouragement because one of the great themes of Galatians is the grace of God that loves and accepts us exactly the way we are. None of us are perfect. We will not be fully like Jesus this side of heaven. That is the ultimate reality that awaits all of us but for now we are works in progress and like the growth of any fruit that takes time but God's grace accepts this and accepts us and should inspire us to realise that the chains have been broken in our lives and that we are free today to choose to walk with the Holy Spirit and listen and walk with him as he helps us become more like Jesus. No one is excluded. God's grace frees us to be the people we should be, a people more like Jesus. Fruitfulness on the front line. Amen. Can we courageously commit today to place our lives back into God's hands? The fruit of the Spirit is a picture of Jesus but also godly qualities, attitudes and behaviours we should show in our lives. May God's grace free and inspire us, all of us, 
to rise up today and take our place in the front line as we live out fruitful lives for his glory. Maybe we could just close with a word of prayer. Father, thank you for this time around your word. Thank you for the challenge and the encouragement of it. And Lord, we pray today that no matter where we feel we are in you, in our relationship with you, that your grace will inspire us to look up and to see the hope and the call that you have in each of our lives. And Lord, over this series, Lord, will you send revival and renewal into the hearts of your people that every single one of us will take our place where you want us to be by living fruitful lives in the arenas that you have called us to be in and to do it all for your glory. Because we pray these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. God bless you all.